is to develop DNA markers that we can actually use in the variety development process. So what we do, we usually use those markers to track the traits or the agronomic traits that we actually want in our sugarcane varieties, in the parents or in the progeny. So how do we accomplish that? So we have here actually a couple of trials that you can see behind me. <clears throat> One is here called a diversity panel. So what is actually a diversity panel? This is actually a small scale um, population of clones, sugarcane clones that are collected from all over the world. So at Miami, there is actually a world collection of sugarcane and related genera. And we went there, we collected over 1200 clones and we actually added in to that pool around 115 clones from Louisiana and also some of the wild and exotic clones from USDA Homa. So there are almost like 1,536 clones that we added together. We cannot possibly handle all those 1,536 clones to, to track any, any trait. So we actually made a small population by using the molecular markers that we call as a diversity panel. So we have a 309 clone diversity panel you can see at your back here, they are all looking different because they are all different clones of from all around the world. And what we are doing now here, we are phenotyping, what we call like taking the data on all of the agronomic traits, for example, cane yield, sugar yield, and then cold tolerance, disease resistance, and also returning ability. So once we have those data, then we can we can run the snippets that we call the DNA markers on those clones to identify those genes or the snippets that are associated with those traits. That would actually help us to track those genes or those traits in our parents and progeny. Moreover, when we have actually the clones that are performing better here from these 309 clones, we can also put them back into our crossing program. So that actually will give us an opportunity to progress wild and exotic genes to increase actually the, the combination of desirable genes in our Louisiana sugarcane gene pool. Okay, so I am joined here with uh, uh, Braden Blanchard, he's our research associate and PhD student, and my two postdocs over here, Dr. Dipendra Sahi and then Dr. Melina Mansini. So these two, three people are actually very helpful, including all others. I work very closely with the breeders, the pathologists here at LSU Ag Center, as well as the USDA uh, HOMA. So the second project I wanted to talk to you is actually what you see here, the retuning study. So we all know, the farmers, you all know how important it is to develop varieties that has good stubbling ability. Because we want actually varieties that, that can be, that, that will stubble well. In other countries, like typically Brazil or India or Colombia, they grow sugarcane at least six to eight stubbles. So, but in Louisiana, we have our yield kind of goes down around three or maximum four stubbles. So hardly we go up to four. So that's the reason it's very important to understand what actually makes or what are the mechanisms that actually triggers a variety like 299 over here. We all know how, how monster it is when it comes to retuning. It's one of the best retuners like 384 or like the old CP70-321, you all are aware of that variety before 384 came in place. So what we are doing here, you see here there are two rows, 
one of the rows is actually planted with all the varieties that are very good retuners and the other one the second row over there is actually the varieties that do not return very well they may be looking very good because they are in the plant can now okay so we are actually using several different approaches to identify those physiological or molecular mechanisms <laughs> that are driving some of these varieties to return well so you can see here we have Braden is holding a root tube that we call as a root tube so we are looking actually into the underground structures there are some root tubes dug in there so we have these root tubes dug into um, each of these clones so what we will be looking at we'll be looking at how the bud development is happening underground you know in louisiana the stubbling ability depends on how the clones also overwinter well so freezing tolerance is very important for us okay so we would like to see how these stubbles underground maintain the bars and also the roots so these are the two important traits that we are looking so we have sensors that can go inside this in the tube and then take this or scan the underground structures that can help us understand what is going on for the returning ability of these varieties okay with all this i would like to thank again all of you for your support to our molecular breeding program as i said this is a very team effort and then a very collaborative effort and with that if you have any questions i will be happy to answer